Hi everyone, this is Arzo and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe Podcast, Season 2. Thanks for joining, welcome. So today's topic is going to be on empowerment and I will be sharing a very personal and real story of something that happened and how I dealt with that um, in the hopes that it can help you actually. So let's just kind of start about, I, I, I don't know if I've ever shared this before on season one, but um, the Sexy Boss Babe brand and brand identity is all about women empowerment. And I re- redefined what sexy means and what a sexy boss babe is. And we put the uh, definition on the side of the box. Uh, sexy boss babe is a breed of woman that's confident from the inside out. She can be curvy, thin, plus size, tall, short, athletic, um, any size, shape, or color. Her beauty comes from knowing her self-worth and going after what she wants in life. She's fierce, bold, and empowered. And that's not just a marketing gimmick. That, if I'm going to be totally transparent with you guys, that's me. And it's a lot of women. And... It took me a a long time to get to that point in my life where I felt that and that that was real for me and where I had an increase in self-esteem and self-worth and and really, I want other women to feel that too. and in every style of, of of nails that we have, it has an inspiration message. You can find the inspiration message on the website. And every one of those, it's not just a marketing thing. They literally come from my life experiences. Um, and it's it's I'm I'm big into affirmations. And when you see something, when you say something, you become it. You manifest it. And that's essentially what the the different messages and the different names are supposed to do it's supposed to be messages of affirmation and i oftentimes will wear the different nails to help me or to give me an extra boost of confidence when i'm in certain situations like i might wear the fearless nails if i'm in going to be in a situation where i need to be really strong and confident and it might sound silly but it helps when I look down and I see my red nails and I think it, it's like, be, you know, be fearless, like go, go do it. Don't be afraid. Um, and, and those little reminders help. And, um, being, you know, a woman, t- a woman today, it's, it's, we have so many things available to us. Um, but it doesn't mean that it, it goes without its challenges. And there's a lot of things that for women, the obstacles of getting them are a little bit harder than it is for men. Um, I mean, the world has just traditionally been such a patriarchal society. And what's happening right now in America, we're, we're kind of breaking down that patriarchy, right? And women are rising. We are asking for our worth. We're demanding for our value in so many different ways, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in a job or um you know, romantic or friend relationship, whatever it is, it's about setting boundaries and saying, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. And I should have that. And that's what empowerment is, but it's not easy and it takes practice and you're going, and as, as empowered as you are, you're going to be faced with situations in life. That's going to challenge you. You're going to meet someone that's more dominant than you. 
and you're going to feel out of your element sometimes. And how do you handle that situation? How do you deal with it? And I'm going to share a story that happened um, with me in, in, in recent times. Um, I had met someone through uh, mutual contacts um, that was interested in doing business. And we ended up um, talking about our business interests and how we wanted to collaborate, um, what that generally looked like. So we decided to spend some time together. We went to a conference together. We drove together. And slowly what I noticed was he was very kind, very thoughtful, very generous. And I mean, who doesn't want to be around someone that's kind, thoughtful, and generous, especially someone that's a potential business partner, right? That's, you know, someone that's going to be thoughtful. But what I was noticing is that this person was kind of starting to, you know, step over their boundaries a little bit. The niceness was more of, it was like he was almost subconsciously creating this environment of making me feel submissive. And I didn't notice it at first. At first, it was like, you know, it was, it was you know, kind of getting to know somebody, uh, you know, newly getting to know somebody. It's a man. Sometimes men are, you know, they are polite and, you know, chivalrous. So it's like, okay, well, this person just being chivalrous. And I always appreciate that. I, I always appreciate a man that's being chivalrous. But in this particular context, as 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 the more time that we spent the kindness, I started noticing it wasn't out of being kind or chivalrous. He's creating an environment to, um, to be dominant and controlling. And what happens for the person on the receiving end is you can tend to become submissive. And that's what started to happen. And it started to make me feel very uncomfortable. And it made me feel out of my element. It made me feel like I was not in control. And I didn't like how it made me feel. And um, as the as the time went on that we spent together, there was a lot of things that kind of came up that it, it made me see him in different settings and talking to different people. And I realized this was not going to be a good fit for, for me business-wise. Um, and then I was trying to keep an open mind because, you know, again, I'm trying to assess and use the time to make a good decision. And, um, as you know, we ended up having lunch, uh, after the conference and, um, the way that he was talking about this potential partnership, it almost seemed as if he was, you know, was insinuating some kind of a romantic relationship. And he wasn't outright saying it, but it was almost being insinuated. And I was just listening and I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm just going to ask him, like, stop, you know, I'm, I'm going to be very direct with him and just put it out there because I think this is what he's saying. And I think he's thinking that I'm, I'm not going to assert myself. So I just point blank asked him, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if I understand you correctly. Um, what what it seems to me that you're trying to tell me is that you're looking for a business relationship, but you're also looking to be romantically involved. That's what it seems like to me. And he was a little caught off guard that I came at him so directly and said that to him. And he said, he said, well, I, you know, I, I, I just think that, you know, well, you're not married. I'm not married. 
you know, you're, you're looking for these, you know, different, you know, business opportunities. I'm, I'm, you know, looking to, to get involved in some of these opportunities too. I think it would be great. We could do it together. And, you know, yes, if we could be romantically involved, that'd be great. And I just was like thinking to myself, I can't believe that my time was just wasted because everything, you know, from the moment that we set off to go to this conference, this was not, this was not in an effort to want to do business with me. It was in an effort to, um, spend time with me, uh, for romantic reasons. And, and it just, you know what? It just, it's, it's upsetting. It's just upsetting. You guys, um, men don't experience stuff like that. You know, it's, it's just, it's like, it's like, did you not take me seriously? Um, and, and, and I'm very careful how I present myself, um, especially around men. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm careful how I make my eye contact. I'm careful with my body gestures and I hate to say this, but I'm careful with how I dress. Um, because, the unfortunate reality is not all men, but a lot of men, um, they may not take you seriously. And, and that's just the truth. So, you know, if you're dressed too provocatively or if you're, um, you know, touchy-feely or they take everything as a sign that you're flirting. So, um, and again, I'm not saying all men, um, but a lot do. And I've been enough, I've been in enough, uh, business settings and, and, and things like that where, um, you know, a lot of times you finally get to that meeting, you find, you, you've worked your way, you've, 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 you've proven yourself, you get to that, you get through the door, you get to that right meeting and the barrier to entry is a sexual exchange or a romantic relationship. And it's unfortunate. And I'm not one of those women that, that, that does that. I'm just not, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not a prude. I'm not conservative. Um, I just, I have my principles and my principles will not allow me to move forward in business, um, using those kinds of methods. And I know some women that, that, that have and that do, and you know, to each their own, that's just not how I conduct myself. And, um, anyways, so he kind of continued this uh, certain things that he knew about me. He, he, he started to try to use those things to kind of exploit some of my weaknesses and vulnerabilities in order to get his way. And it's, it made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel vulnerable. I didn't let him see my vulnerability. I didn't react to how I was actually feeling. And I just kind of stood my ground and I just, I thought to myself, I'm like, why am I listening to this? And I, I'm done. And I just told him, I said, you know what? I said, I think that's, I think that's enough. Um, uh, you know, I'm not interested in that. And um, that was it. So we left and we were um, driving back and that drive back was very uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. Um for me, because I just kept going through my mind about the situation and the fact that my time was wasted and the fact that, and and I don't even think he was like aware, you know what I mean? It was just like, to him, I think he was just thinking that, you know, oh, I'm, you know, 
I'm this great man and I'm this, you know, great business guy and, you know, (laughs) I have so much to offer and, uh, you know, whatever. But, um, it just, I just felt so uncomfortable. And then he just continued talking about how he wanted to continue being business partners and find a way for us to do business together and, you know, whatnot. And, and I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? I definitely don't want to do business with this guy. That's clear to me. Um, and I already told him that at the restaurant and, um, he's kind of still going with this idea of us doing business together. And I thought, what's going to happen after today? He's going to continue to call me to schedule other meetings and I'm going to probably start avoiding him. I'll probably avoid his calls. I'll ignore him. Then I'll feel comfortable, uncomfortable because I'm avoiding his calls and, I didn't want that energy to linger with me. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to have to just really, if he didn't get it, I'm going to have to be super direct with him and I'm just going to have to tell him. And um, so it was not comfortable for me to do so. And I felt, I felt like I regressed. I was, I, I felt, you know, again, I felt his level of dominance was so dominant, it really made me feel submissive. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And all I kept thinking is, you know, you're, you're sexy boss, babe. Like you, you have a whole line of empowerment nails. Like, what are you scared of? And, and I just, um, I just, uh, kept thinking, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to have to assert myself. And, um, and kind of call him out. And, and I just kept thinking in my head, I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to say it? I'm, you know, do I say it? Do I show him that I'm angry that, you know, and, and be aggressive about it? And, and I'm thinking, you know, he know he, he does business with a lot of people I know. I met him through people that I know. So there's this like fine balance of like, you know, um, he, he, I don't want to offend people, but at the same time, it's not, I should not have to feel like this. So I started thinking about, you know, I was like, I was like, uh, I'm like, I need to muster up the courage and the, and the, and the, and the strength to say what it is that I want to say in the way that I want to say it. And I'm like, I'm like, which, which set of nails, which set of nails are going to help me right now? And I was thinking, I was like, like, is it fearless? And I'm like, I'm like, no, it's, it's speak up. Arzo, you need to speak up. So I know it sounds silly, but I swear to you in that moment, that's what came to my mind. And so I'm like, okay, I need to speak up. So I need, and, and like, I'm into chakras and like speaking up is your throat chakra, which is your fifth chakra. Um, and so I was like, and there's like seven, there's like seven main chakras, your root chakra, your, um, uh, sacral chakra, solar perplex, uh, heart chakra, uh, throat chakra, third eye chakra, and the crown chakra. And so I'm like, okay, I need to focus on my, on my power chakra. And, um, so I started like focusing <laughs> on the tribe. <laughs> I was focusing on my power chakra saying, help me pass on this power into my throat chakra so I can clearly communicate what it is that I want to say. And so, um, so I did and I focused on it and I, you know, it came out through my throat chakra. And so I turned the radio down 
And I looked at him and he was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I said, actually, I said, I just want to like seriously address everything that we talked about. I said, you know, I appreciate, you know, your time, um, your interest in wanting to do business with me. Um, uh, you know, thank you for your generosity, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was paying for everything. He wouldn't let me pay for anything. So, and again, like I said, in a, in a romantic setting or whatever, it's always welcomed and appreciated. You know, I, I like that I'm old fashioned in that sense, but in a, in, in a business type of setting, it just, he, it was very, it was a, it was an act of dominance. And so, uh, so I said, you know, I was like, you know, I appreciate your generosity, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, um, but I just want to, you know, I just want to address that it seems to me, or it's very clear to me that, you know, you're looking for a situation where you can, uh, be partners with somebody that you can spend your, your time with and essentially romantically get, be involved with that person. I don't know if you want to, you know, for, for marriage or for whatever it is. I said, and that's great. I said, um, I think that's wonderful. And I said, and I think you should have that. And, um, I said, it's just, that's not who I am. Um, and I looking for a different type of business partnership and a different type of business relationship and it's not romantic. So, I said, so we want different things um, and we look at business and partnerships in a different way. I said, which is fine. I said, with that said, um, you and I are not going to do business together and I'm not interested in doing any kind of business with you. So I just wanted to just be clear with you and direct with you. I don't want to waste your time and I don't want my time to be wasted. And as soon as I said those words, it was like, because the whole time, the whole drive back, I, f- I didn't feel good physically. I was like, I, I felt pressure in my heart. I just felt uncomfortable. And as soon as I said that, and I, w- I said it very calmly and from a place of power and from a place of empowerment. And as soon as I said it and the words came out of my mouth, it was like that pressure and that stress physically just dissipated. And I felt calm and at peace because I spoke my truth. And he looked at me and you know what? He was like, oh, I, you know what? I completely understand. Thank you for being honest with me. Da, 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 da. And he turned into like a little mouse, you know? And all of that, you know, huffing and puffing and that dominance, those, those dominant gestures, it was all ego, you know? And it's like, and it was, it was also such like a reminder that like, as, as women, if we stand our ground and come from a place of strength and, 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 and truth and empowerment, like that's a lot of power and it's scary for, for the person on the receiving end. I could see it. He was, he was a little out of his element. He was very surprised by it and it was beautiful. Oh, I love that moment. That was a beautiful moment. And I was proud of myself. I was proud of myself because of how far I've come as a woman, as a business person, um, someone, you know, being in an uncomfortable situation, maybe the old version of me, um, might've succumbed to, uh, not speaking up for myself or avoiding the situation because it was easier to avoid it than to confront it. And all of these years, all of this experience going through, you know, different, different things, it's led me to find that place of power. 
and now is in a situation where I had the opportunity to use it and, and to be it and to be sexy boss babe and to speak up for myself and to stand up for myself or turn around and, and, and cower out and, you know, let somebody be in control. And I didn't. So I'm proud of myself. And I wanted to share that with you guys because there's going to be times where you're going to also be faced with similar situations or maybe you already have. And this episode is was kind of for me in an effort to to celebrate you and to celebrate us because men don't have these kinds of stories we do and I'm trying to move forward in business and you know my business with sexy boss babe and other businesses you know whatever it is and I'm doing the best I can and and I'm pushing forward and I'm pushing forward and then you hit these roadblocks so it's 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 a celebration of 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 the feminine energy it's a celebration of um of just of 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 women and when i stood up for myself in that moment i felt like symbolically i was standing up to the patriarchy you know and it's like i felt like i was standing up for all women and 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 even in that it gave me a sense of 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 strength and it and it makes me feel like i'm on the right path and to and to just keep moving forward so i hope you guys can take that story remember it um and and uh gain some strength from that too um and i i mentioned uh that this season we're going to be giving out some free prizes and I've got um, a box of SHEO nails uh, to the contest winner and a mystery surprise item from Stila. So the contest rules are on the uh, Instagrams, on both my Instagram accounts. One for, uh, my Insta- yeah, I can't speak. My Instagram account and the uh, Sexy Boss Babe one. Um, basically you subscribe to this podcast, Sexy Boss Babe, available on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere that you can listen to a podcast. Um, write a comment or a review of this episode and make sure to put your handle, um, your Instagram handle. So we're able to connect with you and then screenshot. um, you listen to the podcast, post it on your Instagram story, tag us, um, me at the Arza Yusuf, and that's spelled A R Z like zebra O Y U S like Sam U F like Frank, and then uh, also at the Sexy Boss Babe, and we will select a winner, and then we'll announce it on next week's show on um, Tuesday. So stay tuned. And I'm very excited about season two. Uh, our next episode is going to be an interview with CEO of Salon Republic, Mr. Eric Taylor, an amazing guy who has such a great story of entrepreneurial spirit and family. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to that. So thanks again for tuning in. Um, I look forward to connecting with all of you. Thanks for being loyal and listening. You're listening to... Sexy Boss Babe.
Have a great week, guys. One last thing, guys. As a reminder, we're a social impact company. And for every purchase of a Sexy Boss Babe product, we're able to support charities that help foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking. There are 500,000 kids in the American foster care system, and 60% of sex trafficking victims are either former or current foster youth. This demographic needs our help, and before we can do that, we need to raise awareness. We've started an awareness campaign using the hashtag SBB movement. You can help us raise the awareness through using that hashtag. To learn more about this cause and this movement and what more you can do, please visit our website at www.sexybossbabe.com. We really believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening. Thank you.